Alrighty, what is up everybody? Welcome to episode 18 of COD Talks. I am your host, Furs95. Alrighty, what is up everybody? Welcome to episode 18 of COD Talks. I am your host, Furs95. I am back. Finally, I am back. Uh, I apologize for all the technical difficulties I was having. Uh, thank you, Bill Gates, for that. Uh, I was also on break for a while there. I went on a eight-day vacation with the fam to Europe, which was great. It was great to get away uh, from everything, but I am back and I am ready to go, ready to talk about some COD, man. I missed out on a lot. Uh, unfortunately, I missed out on, I think it was what, the first two weeks of Division B Pro League I didn't get to talk about, which obviously was our first uh, glance at the new Optic roster. Uh, I do have a lot of thoughts on that, but this episode is going to be strictly a CWL preview, uh, CW Anaheim preview, I should say, uh, which was obviously coming up this weekend, as most of you guys are aware. Tournament starts on Friday, and I am very excited. Anaheim is always one of the best tournaments of the year. Um, but uh, again, you know, I just, another another thing about Anaheim is is the fact that it's so historic, right? We have some of the most historic matchups of all time. One of the best matches I can remember throughout the, my, you know, my entire life as a competitive COD fan was back at, um, I think it was, let's see, it was during Black Ops 2. It was the uh, infamous match between Impact and uh, Complexity where uh, that whole Cole EG dynasty really started. And, uh, you know, so there's just a lot of history to Anaheim. And uh, I think this year will be no different uh, just considering all the competition. I mean, it's just at an all-time high. It only gets better. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to get things going. Uh, but with that said, guys, I am going to get into my predictions for the event. Uh, so first and foremost, let's go over... Uh, the pools for this event in case you guys didn't see them. So, <clears throat> excuse me, in pool A, we have Red Reserve, E United, FaZe Clan, Tainted Minds, and an open bracket team. In pool B, we have Rise Nation, Team Caliber, Luminosity, Epsilon, and an open bracket team. In pool C, we have Evil Geniuses, Unilad Esports, e Echo Fox, Mind Freak, and an open bracket team. And finally, in pool D, we have Optic Gaming, Envious, oh my god, again, uh, Complexity Gaming, Splice, and an open bracket team. So, First and foremost, let's start off with Pool A. Um, this is an interesting pool for sure. Uh, always you got that the E United phase sort of rivalry, kind of. I know it's obviously Clay's old team, but I don't think there's you know any bad blood or anything there. But that's always a fun, interesting matchup. And then Red Reserve, man. Red Reserve has looked very good so far uh, with their new roster ever since they added on Scraps. I think he was kind of like the missing piece for this team. He's really added... Uh, a lot of uh, that extra level of of you know SMG play. He's he's probably Europe's best uh, SMG player alongside of Jurd. So uh, you know, great addition to the team. And and Red Reserve has really uh, cemented themselves, in my opinion, as a top four team in the world right now. Um, so you know, I, I definitely have them finishing uh, first in this pool. But uh, you know, I think again, and, and you go down the list here. E United is the two, two seed, and E United is the most bizarre team I think we've ever had. I mean, they're a team that quite literally can beat anyone in the game, and they can quite literally lose to anyone in the game. I mean, they're a team that is just so wildly. I mean, inconsistent is is one way to put it, but they're just they play to the level of their competition no matter who they're playing it's like it doesn't matter uh it's it's just crazy because they're the only team i mean what like we've seen in pro league right they they've taken out uh rise and optic gaming so far which are you know in my opinion in terms of power rankings they're the two best teams in the game right now so 
you know, it's just uh, insane to see just like, you, you know, they have the talent to win an event because the fact that they've proven they can beat anyone in the game. Uh, but the problem with this team, of course, like I said earlier, is consistency, right? They just don't seem to have uh, consistent play. You know, I mean, for example, our cities in particular, I think he was, I think it was in the optic match where he was like three and 15 at one point in, in, in like, I think it was map one, uh, the hard point. And then in, in the second hard point, he comes out and just absolutely fries goes like triple positive. Uh, it's just, it's just crazy. Like they're just, and it's just kind of, they're a tale of two teams and you just never know what you're going to get with the United. But, um, I, I do think they are going to finish second in this pool. Uh, Big reason for that is the fact that FaZe Clan, uh, who was the three seed, is is been struggling. Uh, Attach in particular just does not seem to be comfortable in this game right uh, right now. He's switched over to the flex role role, which was an interesting move I thought, uh, and I think Priesta is now their uh, second SMG alongside of alongside of Zuma. And you know, interesting change. I it's I don't know if it's one. I mean, again, I'm not going to say I disagree with it or not because I don't know. Uh, necessarily maybe it's you know some internal problems that they've been having you know maybe it's pacing issues i haven't been able to watch a ton of phases uh recent matches in pro league but i do know that they switch roles and again you know attach it's just weird because attach has been such a strong uh consistent sub uh for the past several years now i would put him you know uh, maybe not quite at like that Scump John level, but like maybe just half a he- tier down in terms of his uh, consistency game in and game out uh, as an SMG, which is really difficult. Um, you know, it, that's that, that's a difficult thing to do. It's really hard to be a consistently strong uh, SMG uh, slaying wise throughout called. It's SMG is just is generally going to be a tougher tougher role to play than than an AR or flex. And uh, you know, it, it's it's an interesting change. I think it's one that's maybe needed though i think phase needed to shake something up uh you know they just things just have not really been working really ever since they won uh stage one playoffs they have not really been able to you know continue on with that stride that they found uh at that event so i think a change was needed uh but ultimately i just i don't see attach really thriving in this role and uh and again you know replays has not been has still not really been able to elevate his his gameplay up to that that you know to be a consistently strong slaying uh, main AR, which is what you need in this game, as we talk about time and time again. And I just don't think Replace has been able to do that. And uh, with, mainly due to those two reasons, I just don't see FaZe um, succeeding too much in this tournament. And I, I do have them finishing third in this group. And uh, moving down the list, you know, Tainted Minds at number four. I think this is a group that you definitely could see an open bracket team come in and make some noise. Uh, you know, Tainted Minds has looked uh, kind of weak in the Pro League so far. I know I was impressed with the fact that they qualified for Pro League, but uh, ever since they've qualified, I don't know what their record is. I don't know if they've won a match, maybe one, uh, one or two, but they haven't looked too good. Uh, and I think this is definitely a, a pool where I see the open bracket team jumping them for that four spot. Um and uh, that's that's how I see that pool going. So as we move down the list to pool B, uh, this pool's a stacked pool too. Where, you know, you got Rise Nation, Team Caliber, and Luminosity at that one, two, three. That's that's just a, a heavy hitting trio right there. And then you got Epsilon Esports rounding out, rounding us out at number four. And then obviously the Open Bracket Team at five. So uh, first and foremost, I have to give I have to pick Rise for number one. Rise has just looked 
absolutely dominant really ever since this roster formed. It was funny. They they started out, uh, what was that, Seattle? Uh, the, this was the first land that we saw this roster. They started out really slow, right? They finished like third in their pool, which was just shocking. And uh, then they, you know, obviously had to drop. They didn't even make it to winner's bracket. But then once they once they hit that loser's bracket, man, they have just been on an absolute tear since and uh, they they just haven't looked back, and uh, that continued with the pro league. They just wiped out Optic Gaming um, in in the last match of the of the pro league, and uh, Gunless in particular, Gunless and Slasher are just arguably when you have you have arguably the two best players in the game on one roster right now, and uh, I don't know if we've been able to say that really ever since Optic's old roster. I don't know if you've ever I don't know if we've ever seen an, a roster outside of Optic Gaming have the two best players in the game. Uh, on on their roster, I mean, you know, maybe you could argue Black Ops Three Envy with with like Apathy and Slasher, maybe, but um, it's been a while, and uh, I think that Gunless is clearly the best player in the game right now. I mean, there's like no de- debate about it. He has just been an absolute animal uh, through you know every map. It just feels like he is just taking over. Whether it's Search and Destroy, whether it's Hardpoint, whether it's CTF, uh, the man is just an absolute freak on the sticks. And uh, it's it's really impressive because he, he he does it with every gun. It feels like I mean he's he's notoriously good with the bar, of course, but I mean he doesn't drop off with a sub. It's just it's nuts his uh his his ability to just take over with with you know no matter what he's playing and what role he's playing in uh, at, at that flex position. So uh, definitely have Rise finishing at at first in this pool, and then uh, second you know I I Luminosity is a team that I still think is going to find their stride, but I don't think they're going to find it at Anaheim. I think they're going to need more time. Uh, They haven't looked too good in pro league so far. And again, I just think that that's largely due to the fact that I just think formal is not very comfortable in this game, but I think that's going to change soon because he's on a team of three established players, players who know how to win in this game, uh, specifically J-Cap, who is largely regarded as one of the smartest players of all time. And I, I think that this is not Luminosity's event, but I'm still it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me to see. Uh, LG really uh, just go off this event and finish like top four or something because we know they have the talent for it. But um, in my opinion, I think that they're still like an event or two off from really uh, hitting their stride and and competing for championships. So uh, for that reason, I do have TK finishing at second, even though TK has been um, a little shaky in Pro League 2. They're they're not quite they haven't really been able to get back to their top form we saw. Uh, at the beginning of the game, uh, I think that's mainly due to the fact that they don't. I think accuracy has has not has been has struggled a little bit. Uh, I know he's back at that main AR, which I think is a, a good move, right? They have enable at the flex, and uh, I, th- I think um, I think TK will find their stride some in this event, and uh, I, I still think that they have uh, the best one of the best subs in the game in Kenny, and then uh, Pharaoh. I, I think he's he's inconsistent, but he's he definitely has the talent to go off and take over games as well. So um, overall, I think TK is going to finish second in this group with Luminosity finishing Luminosity finishing third. And then um, again, this is another uh, uh, pool that I think that the open bracket team has a good shot and coming in and jumping Epsilon. You know, Epsilon just hasn't looked very good in pro league again. You know, it's it's unfortunate because. 
Uh, I think that individually, some of these players are pretty talented. I think Vortex is a guy that's, that's shown flashes. Uh, we all know Dave is a guy that that that, that can uh, show flashes and, and compete at the top. But you know, overall, um, or is is it Vortex or is it Hockey the one that's that's been looking kind of good? I, I forget to be honest. I haven't I haven't been able to really sit down and watch a ton of pro league since I was on vacation. But um, you know, regardless, I think this is a group where the open bracket team, whoever it may be, will will jump ahead of Epsilon and finish in the fourth in the fourth uh, spot, and then Epsilon will finish fifth. So as we move along into Pool C, uh, this is another just. I mean, this this to me is is the true pool of death. I would say in terms of I think the, any of the top four teams could could win this pool. There's, I mean, it's realistically speaking. Um, you know, EG, who has looked really good so far, we, as we know, since this roster formed, they had a, a very impressive second place finish at Seattle. They've looked very good in pro league so far with a five and two record. Um, but I, I'm still not quite sold on EG. I, I know that's uh, I'm probably in the minority on that one, but I, I just I don't quite know if they're a team because I think that what the reason in my opinion they succeeded so much at Seattle was they just out vetoed everyone their vetoes were really strong I think they had a really they they practiced a ton going into the event and I think they had a really good understanding of what maps that they were good on and then uh, since they were a new team a lot of other teams didn't under have a great understanding of what their uh, strengths and weaknesses were when it came to the vetoes so I think EG is going to kind of level out here in this in this uh, tournament and I think honestly, this is a group. Uh, I I think Echo Fox is going to win this group. I really do. I know Echo Fox has been inconsistent as well, but I think they're a team that has that has a lot of talent and they're really hungry to win. And and I ultimately I, I see Echo Fox winning this winning this group. I think that they're going to finish first, and then I think EG will finish second. Unilat will finish third, and Mind Freak will finish fourth. But again, I, I think Mind Freak is a team that's shown a lot of excuse me, a lot of potential uh, throughout Pro League. I mean, again, I, I question their consistency. I don't think they're a team that's consistent enough uh, to win a pool like this. But, you know, I think I think Mind Freak will upset uh, at least one of the top three teams, maybe two, uh, depending on how they play. But uh, that's going to be a really interesting group to watch. And uh, I don't think whoever the open bracket team will jump anyone. I think that uh, this is, the, like I said, I think this is the group of death in my opinion. And uh, I think the open bracket team, whoever it may be, will finish fifth. And uh, as we move along, Pool D is another uh, another group that you could definitely argue is is the group of death as well. Um, and this is obviously the the pool with Optic Gaming, Team Envious, Complexity, and Splice. And again, it feels like every damn event, <laughs> Optic and Envy are in the same group. Um, and this you know this tournament's no different. So uh, this group will be interesting as well. I think that ultimately again this is another group where any of the top four teams could win this pool uh depending on who's who's hot and who's cold on any given day so you know i i think optic ultimately will come out on top in this group though i do expect them to drop a, a series though against one of these teams probably maybe splice i think splice is you know they've already proven they can beat optic we've they, we've, we've seen that already this year and uh but again uh, i i think hmm, I think it's going to go Optic, Envy, Splice, Complexity. I think that's how it's going to go. Uh, Envy, you know, again, I like Envy. I think this Envy roster is starting to find their stride. I like the I like the talent on this team. I think Classic is, 
uh, been underwhelming in this game, but is 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 starting to uh, find his stride. I know I, say, I feel like I say this all the time, but um, I think Classic is starting to establish himself as a pretty solid flex. Uh, and then Hook is finally starting to really find his stride. He's the one that I've been most impressed with ever since uh, Envy formed this new roster. And then uh, Chino is, is a guy that's kind of a grizzled veteran at this point, knows how to win in this game, has a gr- really good understanding uh, of World War II. And then Decimate is, is a really talented guy as well. I think that uh, he brings a lot to the table, specifically uh, with Search and Destroy. So I, I think Envy will finish second in this group. And then uh, I think Splice is going to finish third. I think Splice uh, is, is they're a hungry team. I think Josh in particular is is very hungry. He's very motivated since he got dropped from Red Reserve. And I think Splice has a lot to prove. And I think they're going to come out with, some, with a little bit of heat and uh, finish third in this group. And then Complexity, I think, is going to finish fourth. Uh, you know, they've looked they've looked OK in Pro League. I think they're three and three right now, three and four, something like that. Um, they haven't looked too bad. They're, they're pretty inconsistent as well. But uh, ultimately, they're a team, I think, that can really has the potential to take at anyone, uh, mainly due to their search. Right. This is a team of, of search and destroy veterans for search and destroy masterminds uh, between Ricky Blast and Dashy, really, too. And Dashy's just in general been a a beast. He's really impressed me so impressed me so far ever since uh, he he made his way into pro league on this team. So, uh, but ultimately, I do think Complexity is going to finish fourth, and uh, whoever the bracket team will finish fifth. So those are my predictions for pools, guys. And uh, with that said, let's move along to uh, my top eight predictions. So, uh, in num- number eight for this tournament, finishing seventh and eighth, I have TK. Uh, I think TK will finish will finish top eight, but again. Uh, I, the thing with TK is I question their slang power, mainly in their ARs. I think enable and accuracy haven't, you know, I, I got to see more from them. And uh, I, that's where I really kind of question TK. I think Pharaoh and, and Kenny are actually a, a pretty underrated sub duo. Um, and I think that they, they can, that they, I, 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 I have faith in them, uh, as, as SMG's, uh, sub duo to slay, but I, but I, I question accuracy and, and enable, um, a little bit. So. Uh, TK, I have I have finishing eighth, uh, and and, and uh, along with them I have Phase Phase finishing seventh and eighth, and uh, I think Phase again is a team that is just I think they're in kind of disarray right now. I think that this that you know the the role change that they're going through is I don't know if it's going to benefit them. I think they're in again. I think the role change kind of indicates to me that they are in a bit of uh, disarray uh, currently, and I, I don't I don't see Phase. Uh, succeeding too much in this tournament, so I do have the, have them finishing seventh and eighth. In uh, fifth, sixth, I have EG at sixth, and again, this is probably a bit of a controversial pick. I know a lot of people probably have EG finishing higher, but you know, again, I think now that teams uh, have been able to watch VODs on them and understand uh, their vetoes, I think that that's going to kind of bring EG down a peg. Uh, and and because again, I think EG is a team that I really kind of question their slaying power. When they when they compete against the top teams, the rises, the OGs, the red reserves. So, um, you know, th- that's why I just I, I don't think EG is going to be. Is, I think they're definitely going to finish top eight, but uh, I don't I don't quite have them finishing top four, and that's why I have them at number six. Uh, in fifth, six alongside of EG, I have Splice. Uh, again, this is probably a bit of a bit of my kind of my underdog pick here. I know Splice has been just really up and down all throughout World War II, and uh, you know people would you know argue they downgraded when they picked up Josh and replaced him. 
uh, with Tom, or excuse me, they replaced Tommy with Josh. And uh, but again, I think Josh is a motivated player. I think he's really motivated right now, and I expect a big f- performance from, from him coming into uh, Anaheim. So that's why I have Splice finishing at fifth. Uh, in fourth, I have E United again. E United, just a wildly inconsistent team, but uh, I think they're really motivated, and you know, again, they're just hung- they're hungrier than ever. And I, I, particularly, I've been really impressed with Pristini. He's really he's by far been the most improved player uh, of the season uh, as of right now, and I think that he's going to come in and continue along with that. I think Clay is really starting to hit his stride as well at that man AR, and, uh, and then you couple that along with Arsides, who's been who's really established himself as one of the best flex players in the game, and uh, I think I think that United are destined for a top four finish at number four, and then at number three I have Red Reserve again. Red Reserve has looked really strong in my opinion um, ever since Scraps was a, was added onto the team. I think that uh, Red Reserve is a team that is probably one of the heaviest slaying teams in the game now when when uh, rated's clicking. And I think Red Reserve is gonna is gonna uh, play well at this tournament and uh, and finish at number three. And then at number two, I have OG again. OG, I think that they've really impressed me so far, but I don't think that I, I, those last two pro league matches were pretty discouraging. Uh, I think that there's that might that that probably did a little dent in their confidence going into this tournament. And uh, but despite that, I still think they're gonna finish in second uh, behind Rise. I think Rise again. I, I just I don't know how you pick not pick. It's like it's almost too obvious to pick Rise uh, to win this tournament. But I am gonna, I gotta ride. I gotta go with the Rise train to win this tournament. They've just looked so so dominant, um, not just in pro league, but you, I mean, go back to, dating back to Seattle, right? I mean, they won the last land. Let's not forget. So, you know, I just they're gonna have to. Someone's gonna have to really struggle on Rise. Uh, for them not to win, in my opinion, it, who hasn't struggled so far, because again, Gunless and Slasher alone are guy are two players that can just take over games. It's it almost doesn't even matter what Looney and TJ do on on half the maps because of how dominant Gunless and Slasher have looked so far. So uh, I definitely have Rise winning uh, CWL Anaheim, and uh, you know, again, it's just it's just due to Gunless and Slasher. Those two have just looked like absolute beasts in this game so far. And uh, I expect them to carry that into CWL Anaheim. But with that said, guys, I think that's going to do it for today's episode. I'm really excited for Anaheim. I hope all you guys tune in. Uh, I will have a post CWL Anaheim episode out on probably probably Monday or Tuesday, hopefully, um, just to break all all the results down. Talk about that. Um, I also want to make worth mention that I am. I know I've said this before, but guests are happening. So if you uh, message me on Reddit about uh, wanting to be a guest on the show i will be reaching out to you and if you didn't reach out to me and do want to be on the an episode um please reach out to me as well on twitter um on you know uh, reddit wherever you whatever uh, my links all my links to my uh, social media will be in the description so reach out to me on twitter if you are interested in coming on for an episode i'm really excited to have some uh, actual discussions with other people i think that will make for a much more interesting podcast much more engaging podcast and I think you guys will enjoy it a lot. So with that said, guys, uh, be on the lookout for that. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, like this episode. Share it if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to me on YouTube and iTunes. Uh, leave me a re- rating and a review. It really helps with exposure as well as understanding how I can pr- improve upon and make this podcast a better experience for you all. And with that said, guys, that's going to do it. And uh, I will see you guys next week.